0: Matthew Said, the willingness and tenacity to investigate the lessons that often exist when we fail, but which we have rarely exploited. It is about creating systems and cultures that enable organizations and people to learn from errors rather than being threatened by them. Matthew Said.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Darren and Justin coming at you for Next Level.
0: Good vibes only.
1: What's happening? Today we're going to be talking about black box thinking. Yeah. What's up with that?
0: Well, you know, it's a it's a concept, which that quote that we read, we're going to break that down, as we always do. And I um, looked up some definitions of some of the words in that quote, because it really intrigued me. The first part of it is the willingness and tenacity. Like, those are two words that I thought, those are pretty empowering words words that I would like to actually see what the definitions are. And so first I looked up will, right? Like my will, your will, thy will. So that means basically expressing the future tense, like I will do something right. And it also means a deliberate or fixed desire or intention. So the willingness, right? The willingness is the quality or state of being prepared to do something like I am ready to do it. So the willingness And tenacity means, tenacity means the quality or fact of being able to grip something firmly, very determined and persistent. So those are, to me, when I break down this quote, the willingness and the tenacity to investigate the lessons that often exist when we fail. Because so many of us do not want to reflect on those things. We want to just keep on going. So how do we create these systems and these cultures in our life for us to learn from our errors rather than being threatened by them. And that is something that last part too is, Hey, am I threatened by my errors? And I, and I'm going to say, Hey, I am completely guilty of that because I have this perfectionist mentality that I work on constantly that I feel like sometimes my errors are weaknesses, when really they're not weaknesses, they're areas where we can create these systems, as we talk about all the time, and these cultures for ourselves to be able to learn from them, take that accountability, process them to investigate them further, so that we can, you know, have the, the life that we want to live, right? As we're, we're focusing on, you know, the best versions of us as we talk about a lot. And that's really what um, black box thinking is. If you think of an aircraft and the black box, that's exactly where it comes from that concept is that if something were to happen, they take the black box and they learn from the errors.
1: Yeah. And that's the part, right? Exactly what we said. Think about failures differently. Not as, oh, I failed, I suck, I'm not good at this. But as a way that we can learn from. Taking that as a moment, hey, I just learned how not to do something. So let me figure this out. And that's the part I think as failure, sometimes I think there's somewhere in our life that this was ingrained when we had a moment of failure and there was a something was imprinted on the way that you think about failure. And maybe there was something that you failed at and, and either you beat yourself up over it and you gave yourself a hard time about it or maybe there was somebody around you that beat you up over it and then that was kind of ingrained in your mind. And so when this failure arises... You go back to that first moment when you first learned what failing was, what, that, that feeling or that moment that you had. And it's kind of a low. It's a low point when you fail at something. But that was ingrained into your mind. So, and again, how do we now go about that and change that failure, that, that, that picture that has been ingrained in your mind all these years and retrain that thinking to say, oh, I didn't fail. I just, I just I learned how to do something.
0: Yeah. And you know, we've talked about this in other podcasts is you, like you said, that, that reflection and, um, what is the lesson, you know, can we, can, is there a lesson out of there? Is there something to be grateful for, or are we going to choose to just retreat, right? Something bad happens or we get a no and we retreat and we give up. I mean, how do, how does that help your self-esteem? How does that help with your goals? There may be a new pathway, right? Creating a new pathway to to get to that goal. But as we've heard before is yes lives in the land of no. And so we've got to get a lot of no's. We've got to have these experiences and failures and things that we fail at so that we know how to get to our goals because we will not be 100% sex, successful every single time that we try something new or we even try something that we've done before. So when we talk about yes lives in the land of no, we're thinking about those moments when you really want something and you continually hear no, or no, that's not good enough. And what are you going to do? Are you going to continue to learn from that and create lessons and pathways so that you can get to that goal that you want? Or are you going to possibly change the goal because maybe that wasn't right for you? Or are you going to completely Give up retreat and then not go for that goal anymore
1: yeah and that's the whole process of that is again, I love this in a way of relearning and what would learning be if there wasn't failure in the sense where those things that we're learning in order that it, for us to learn it that means somebody had to figure out how to do it correctly and so that's a process so it's not like the first time you did something, and it's not like the first time you're going to step up to, to swing a baseball bat, you're going to step up and hit a home run. you got to learn how to swing that bat. you got to learn the speed. There's so many different things you've got to learn. And so that's the process of, you know, if you go up and you strike out every single time, or you're just going to, oh, I suck at baseball. I'm not going to do this. Or you're going to keep practicing to figure out the timing of that pitch and what's going on. And so I, I, the, the whole rethinking process is that process. I just want to break it down to is, In order to learn something, that means somebody failed at it first. And that's why you're able to learn this new process. And we've mentioned this before, WD-40, right? Water displacement. WD-40 means that was the 40th attempt. WD-40, they they failed 39 times before they finally got it right. If they would have stopped out of failure 1, failure 5, failure 10, failure 20 failure 30, failure 35, 38, (laughs) this sucks, we just can't get this, 39, and then 40, boom, all of a sudden success, 39 failures, and and I don't know how long that took, you know, during that time, all I know is that was their 40th attempt, but they did it, they finally got it, WD-40, thank you.
0: I always love that example, because it just reminds me, you don't even, you know, it might not even be the third, you know, we say third time's a charm, you know, like in our heads, we're like, okay, the third time it's going to work. Yep. Sometimes. And sometimes, like you said, it's the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. Are you willing, is it that important to you that you are willing to continue to try over and over? Just imagine getting a book published or having a short story in a magazine or you know, being able to, you're looking at a promotion, you know, and, and you're not always the right fit, but what do you learn? You know, I recently uh, applied for a position that I thought would be an amazing opportunity. And at the same time, I knew that, you know, there's other opportunities also, but by me putting myself out there in an uncomfortable position, knowing that the chances are, you know, my chances were not a hundred percent, Um, There's always a chance, but I knew there could be better candidates out there. Um, Not getting that job gave me a chance to, you know, I'm going to say I didn't, I mean, it was a failure was something I did not achieve, but what did I do? I didn't just put my tail between my legs and be like, I can't believe this. You know, this really sucks. You know what? I sold myself on that interview and I was, um, then noticed by other people for other opportunities. So show up as your best, right? Even in those times that you know that the most likely you're not going to, you're not going to get it right. You're going to, you're going to fail, right? You're, you have your faithful attempt in learning, but at the same time as you never know what good's going to come out of that. And I think that's the other side of this too is that when we fail, yes, we want to we want success by confronting our mistakes, right? At the same time is realizing that there's a lot of good that comes out of fail. Especially yeah. I mean, not only lessons, but other opportunities. And if you so choose to put your tail between your legs and run off and hide and in, in isolate, not be part of the, the, the process anymore and retreat, then you're not going to see those. You're not going to be open to them. You're not going to see them and they're not going to be there for you. And so that's, you know, something that I've learned for myself is that, um, it's just the process of life, right? We're all, we're constantly learning lessons and we're constantly learning more about ourselves. And that's really what it's about is, is truly understanding you, yourself, myself, and understanding that we're going to make mistakes, right? You think of the movies and how many takes they take, right? We don't Mm -hmm. get to see that when we're watching the movie. I mean, maybe in the blurbs, blurbs at the end or something, but when we're actually sitting there and we're looking at a miss take, you know, I'm going back for take two. I'm going back for take three. I'll go back for take four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 until I get it right. Because that's what's important to me.
1: Yeah. And that's what life is, man. I mean, to come at this as this victim, like, oh, you know, just how come I didn't get that job? Or I I deserve that job. Or I'm better than that person. Victim, 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 victim. Time to step up, man. Why didn't you get that job? Well, Go in and ask that question. What did you? What work did you do? How are you showing up? What does your past performance look like? And again, what control did you have over that job? Can you give yourself that job? No, you have. To, that's something that you're asking other people to make a decision amongst you and maybe five other people. Who 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 knows how many people are in that position? The thing is, whatever why you didn't get that job, go find out why. Take a deep look into yourself. And what can you do different next time? And the goal is to keep moving forward. Do not play the victim. It's easy to play the victim. I've done it in the past. Oh, I'm better than that person. Oh, that person is just a kiss ass. That's why they got that job. No, they got that job because obviously they're doing something better than you. it, It doesn't matter. The thing is that you're not in control. All you can do is show up as your best self. Do your job. Do the best work you can. Be so good you can't be ignored. And if you're not doing that... Then stick with the victim attitude. (laughs) And also, I'll go with what you were saying earlier, Jess, is about the fixed mindset versus growth mindset. Internal, external locus of control. Where do you want to be? Growth.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, and I I think it's a great realization too. Um, When you're failing, you are actually still making progress. It's not only, you know, and that's a choice you get to make, right? You get to make a choice if your failure is considered still progress. And as you're talking about that victim mentality, if you had a, if you were fragile and you had a victim mentality, you would think that that failure is not progress because you are not Make, make, meeting the goal that you wanted to meet instantly at that moment. Right? Because it takes time. And what you were talking about earlier, when you're working on yourself and learning lessons, creating systems and cultures for yourself, that it's going to take time. So when you fail, you are still making progress because you could still be sitting on the couch and not doing anything. You could have not taken that step to even apply for that job because I've been in that situation too, where I'm like, I know I'm not going to get the job doing a brand new resume and a, a, a quality cover letter, a letter of interest, all of those things and putting everything back together is it takes time. And I could have chose definitely to not do that at all because I knew I wasn't going to get the job. But if I wouldn't have done that, I would have not have had the same opportunities and been noticed by other people. And I, I looked at it as progress, I'm, I'm networking. I'm, I'm sharing my skills with other people. Those people never would have known my skills if I would have just decided, you know what, I'm just going to chop this one up. I know I'm not going to get the job and I'm just not going to apply anyways. So thinking of those things that there is always good that comes out of the things that we believe that we're failing and you are making progress because you took the opportunity. You took the chance. Again, your yeses live in the land of no. You're gonna hear no. If you're not hearing no, then you're not gonna hear yes. And if you're banking on hearing yes every single time, that's not realistic. That's definitely not gonna happen, and you're gonna be let down. So allow the nos to come because the more nos you get, the more yeses you're gonna get.
1: Right, and exactly what you said. You're gonna you're gonna hear far more nos in your life than you are yeses when it comes to things. So just get used to that right now. <laughs> that, that's just how it is. And that goal of that no, when you're told no about something, figure out why. And then what can you do? What can you do different? And make that change. Life is in your control. Life is what you make of it. Life is how you are showing up. Things are not going to just come your way because you wish for them. You have to put yourself in the position to have those things come your way. And... This is a big thing, like going the whole laws of attraction and stuff like that, that concept of, oh, if you visualize it, it's going to come your way. It's not that the part of that is, is that when you're looking for the good things, when you're focused on the good things, when you're focused on this direction of what you want to happen, you're going to start recognizing when those little good things do happen into your life. Like, oh, that, that, that is pretty cool. That did happen to me. Oh, this came over here. That, that did happen to me. When you're looking for the good things, You're going to find more of the good things. When you're looking for the bad things and that's what you're focused on, guess what? Your life is going to suck because that's what you're focused on. It's all you're focused on. So make that decision. What do you want to focus on?
0: The good things. (laughs) I want to focus on good vibes vibes. only. Good vibes, baby. (laughs) I think that's a great point. I think that, you know, it depends on what we're focusing on. And if we see that we're never going to get to where we want and we think that we're never going to, You know, reach the goals that we want. Then we're not going to, right? We're we're making that choice and and seeing that. So one of the things is um, that I liked what I read in regards to black box thinking was that um, we avoid courageous action because we're afraid to make a mistake. How many, you know, how often does that occur for you, Darren, or for people that you're working with, or as society as a whole, when we avoid courageous action because we're afraid to make a mistake. Do you think that there's a lot of people out there that are so afraid to make the mistake that they don't take the action?
1: Yeah, I've I definitely have done it in the past and even probably there's things now that I, at least I think about that now. Am I not doing it out of fear? And that's the part what we've got to learn over this process, right? What would I do if fear did not exist? So yeah. that's when I, when I feel that fear, when I'm thinking about doing something and I feel like, ah, oh, <laughs> that, that's a big risk. Do you really want to do that? I, I take a step back. As soon as I use the word fear, I, I identify that feeling. I think, okay, wait a minute. Is this how I want to show up? Am I leading with the feeling, or do I want to create the behavior? Do I want to look at the identity of somebody that's been successful and then go down that path? Learn who who's doing it right. If I'm afraid of something, well, let me look to let me look for some guidance. Let me let me look at where where can I find the approach that's going to best help me succeed. Because right now. If I don't even attempt it, yeah, I'm gonna fail, and I'll never know. So th- those are kind of the directions I, I like try to go in. Is is when that fear now, when I, I recognize that word fear, I name it to tame it, and I understand that's that's where I'm at. And I got I take a step back and think, okay, what 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 can I do differently?
0: Yeah, yeah. Those that fear can really prevent us from living the life that we're intended to live, and I think that really mentally creates a lot of chaos in our mind also is when we know we could be doing better, or we know we could be living a different life, a quality life, a life of love, a life of happiness, a life of joy, you know, a life of success, whatever that might look like to you is it, you know, when we think about that and we see where we're at, right, who we are right now and who we're capable of, you know, I want to encourage people to look at that as, oh my gosh, this is going to encourage me to, to get to those goals and to meet those goals and to create a life that I'm going to be able to get there instead of, oh my gosh, that's a huge gap and I want nothing to do with that because I think that fear of the, the, the dark hole, the gap, I think you've seen like visuals of, you know, two cliffs and there's a huge, you know, gap with a river down below and they're standing on one side and they need to get to the other side and it's just too scary to even fathom trying to... Figure out how to get to the other side because it's dangerous. It would take a lot of courage, a lot of bravery, and a lot of planning and understanding of yourself to how you're going to actually get to the other side. And it's going to take a lot of deep work and it's going to take time. And we live in such a society that I really feel that is just so instant gratification constantly that I think people are really struggling to take the time to really, you know, actually sustainably meet their goals because we want to hit something so quick. And when we do that and we hit it so quick, it's basically not as sustainable as if we chip at it every day and we get there, we get there, we get there, we get there, and then aha, we're here. And then we're like, now I want to be here. We go, we go, we go, we build that momentum, right? That compound effect, everything like that. So I think that, you know, when we are thinking about failure, society as a whole, you know, has it wrong. It's, it's not, uh, you know we shouldn't be looking at it as something negative is that it's a positive thing it's a it's a process and that we don't need to make excuses for it and we can take accountability because we're going to fail it's normal it's a part of life and i would love to see more actually, celebration based off of failure. Um, when we're able to fail and then pick ourselves back up and move forward, I think that's so brave and courageous to pick yourself up and take that next step forward and be willing to to hear that no again. Whether it's a um, you know retaking a test or you know you're you're doing a Spartan race and you're trying to do better, or you you know you you didn't get the job, or so many different things you know that you have goals for.
1: Yeah, I mean, as you're saying that, I'm just picturing a bull rider or a Bronco, you know, a cowboy on a horse that's bucking around. They fell off like, ah, I'm not riding that horse, right? They they, they get bucked off. They get right back on that horse. Um, falling off your bike. How many times did you fall off your bike as you were learning to ride To ride that? And even after you've learned how to ride it, still having those accidents. Yeah. But having that ability, oh, that was just a fluke, and get back on that bike and start riding again. And that's where this black box thinking is. I was reading in there when you're talking about over 2.4 million flights per year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One one accident. Yeah, Out of every 2.4 million flights, there's one accident.
0: And that's why they, because they got a black box. Yeah, right. They got black box thinking, because they take that black box, and then they dissect it. Yeah,
1: what did we just watch the other night?
0: Sully. Sully, right? <laughs> we
1: watched Sully, we watched that flight. And, and then what they went after, them, the, the individuals that went after them were so focused on protecting their reputation versus giving solely the credit for what actually he performed. Yeah. And, and it, it's, it's a they, didn't,
0: they didn't see the good in his failure to get yeah. back to LaGuardia. Yeah. They <laughs> wanted him
1: to rely on all the computer simulations and yeah. what the computer simulation did. Yeah. And they took the human factor out of it. And that's where we want to make sure that the human factor, what you get to control is how you get to show up to the situation that's in front of you. Yeah. Whatever's in front of you, you there's a choice to make. And some of those things that come at you that you don't get to decide what comes your way, that's life. That that just happens, right? Soly was on that plane. I don't know how many flights that guy had before that. A lot. And then just all that's gonna be remembered is this one flight that he was on that went down in the Hudson River and and he made it, man. You know, and whatever gift that he was given, whatever practice, whatever simulations that he went through himself. I mean, how to be that right guy in that right place. And that's showing up to your job. That's, that's the pilot you want. That's the pilot you want. That's the doctor you'd want. That's the surgeon that you want. You want that individual that's going to show up as their best selves that day that they're working on you. And hopefully we can get to that part. And as I'm saying this out loud, that's where we should all be, right? When we show up to our job, whatever our role is, that identity that we're in the middle of right now, whatever we are doing that we're showing up as our best, as we would want our pilot on our airplane that we're yeah. flying on to go to our vacation to Mexico mm-hmm. that we're going to complain about because maybe there's a 30-minute delay. I'm
0: we're, thankful for those 30-minute delays anymore. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right? I mean, just instead, and, <laughs> that's another topic we'll go on to later, but just the gratitude, right? Being thankful, and then that's what we want. Just the big thing here right now is we're talking about the black box thing. It's showing up as your best, learning from those situations that we can learn from. And uh, showing up as solely as that guy we'd want on that plane. Yeah. If we're going down to the Hudson River, we know that guy's pulled it off once.
0: Just like we were just talking about the courage, the action to do something that you are afraid of, right? I'm sure there is fear, even though he seems so calm. But, you know, there's the a huge huge chance of failure and mistake there right yeah. calm right and absolutely so he had the willingness and tenacity right so we talked about that so whatever that looks like to you we want to encourage you to have that willingness and that tenacity to investigate the lessons in your life that you may have see or experience as failure so that you can create those systems in those cultures, so that you can be the person that you're intended to be. However that might look, after action reports, improvement improvement plans, um, reflecting, journaling, lessons learned, corrective plans, however that might relate to you. Find a way, create a system that you can go back and look at your failures and reflect on them and see how you're going to change your life for the best so you can take your life to the next level.
1: And live with good vibes only.
0: That's right. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time. Be well. Peace.